gonna take a sentimental journey Gonna set my heart at ease Gonna make a sentimental journey To renew old memories Hello and welcome to Making Our Seniors Matter, the radio show that gives seniors and their caregivers some great advice, wonderful information, and entertainment like you just heard. Making Our Seniors Matter was founded by Glenn Cunningham from Real Estate Design for Seniors and Elizabeth Cunningham of Blue Willow Consulting for Seniors. Today's show is a mixed bag. We've got a wonderful group of guests joining us, and uh, throughout the show you'll hear Elizabeth Cunningham, Margaret Wallace-Duffy, and Glenn Cunningham dropping in, and of course myself, Todd Miller. So on today's show, we have two nurses from the William Osler Health Center from the Geriatric Outreach Program, Tracy Watt and Jennifer Otang, joining us to talk a little bit about depression um, in seniors and, and as we age in years. Sometimes depression becomes a real concern, so we're going to be discussing a little bit about that. And uh, then, uh, quite a coup, we have Dr. Kathleen Brasher, who is a member of the Strategic Advisory Group for the World Health Organization's Global Network of Age-Friendly Cities and Communities, joining us to talk a little bit about how certain communities around the globe are pioneering um, age-friendly living uh, for all ages, but specifically for seniors as well, and how we can all do a better job of that and uh, there's some wonderful communities even in Canada that are leading the charge on that so we're going to take a short break stay with us more after this quick break are you thinking of downsizing to a better lifestyle or making a late in life move and need real help Real Estate Designed for Seniors has taken the stress, worry, and fear away for so many seniors and their families. Be assured you are getting the most for your home. After all, it's likely your largest investment. Don't settle for typical. Get real help from someone trained and whose focus is on helping seniors make successful and stress-free moves. Glenn Cunningham, Certified Professional Consulting on Aging. Broker with REMAX Realty Services Incorporated. Call direct 647 525-4621-647-525-4621. Glenn Cunningham is the co-founder of Making Our Seniors Matter. References available. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter, and we're really thrilled to have the um, some some geriatric team members from William Osler joining us again in studio, Margaret and Liz. We sure do. We are, we are. We have our two nurses back from the Geriatric Outreach Program, Tracy Watt and Jennifer Oteng, and we... We love so much what they shared last time that we want to do a little practical um, experiment here based on a couple of stories that I've had in, in my own business. And I wanted to ask how this would work with them. So hello. 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 Nice to see your smiling back. faces again. Um, I think we all realize and we all understand in all of our work that there are a lot of seniors out there that are isolated, that spend a lot of time alone, um, that may or may not have family members or neighbors around, that perhaps have lost the opportunity to transport themselves to different places and maybe even the will. So this is my story and please let's talk about how the outreach program works. I have, um, I know of a lady who's uh, in her early 80s whose health is reasonably good, 
um, but who is alone and spends all day alone, uh, sitting in a chair, watching out the window. And I see decline in her. I see sadness, and I'm not a professional uh, knower of all of the correct wordage, but um, I see uh, when I've been there for a little while, she perks up. She definitely has uh, vision issues. So someone who loved to read, who loved to knit, who loved to sew can't do those things anymore. Now that's not a serious medical issue per se, mm -hmm. but it is a serious issue. Indeed. Because it's a lonely lady uh, what, and what I perceive is she's going downhill. How can the geriatric outreach program help someone like that? Thank you for sharing this case scenario. And uh, right off the bat, I'm seeing a, a few uh, geriatric issues here, specifically social isolation, mood changes, decreased activity. And this quite fits in with the criteria of who we see. Now, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that this client maybe has her own family doctor, who I think would be the best approach to connect to us in that we have to get a referral, as mm -hmm. we pointed last time. So the, the family doctor has to complete this referral and check the issues that are of concern. Then we get in, um, normally we get a, a teletriage that calls and does the teletriage. We have a coordinator. Which means that somebody calls. Yeah, and speaks. once we okay. get the referral mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then identifies the most appropriate clinicians from our team that can, base, based on the case issues, can be the best clinician to go in for the assessment. Jennifer, when, when you have something like that, what are the repercussions of, of that sitting, uh, of that quietness, of that spending time inside their head? What, what does that, what effect does that have on a senior? Well, we basically see a complex spiral of issues. We can see the functional decline as well as the cognitive decline where the person's not participating, they're socially isolating themselves, and they're basically becoming an empty slate. Yes. And this is something common that we see with mm -hmm. seniors and a lot of people don't know what it is. Some people say, well, you know, it's, I guess it's part of old age. And that's exactly, it's so sad. That's, that's yeah. really what our team touches on as well. A lot of people are not really aware of cognitive issues and we help really educate families and clients saying what is part of normal aging, what is not necessarily um, normal, and how do we address these issues. So sometimes I'm, I'm looking at this lady and she would be an excellent candidate for maybe a day program if she's open to, or if she's not the person that sort of goes out of her house, maybe some sort of companion. Does she, does she have some sort of funds available to have someone come to her, mm -hmm. keep her company? that sort of thing. I, I'm bursting here. People's <laughs> are. Yes. has to go first. <laughs> because one of the things that comes to mind as a, as a therapist myself, you just shared this story because you, given what you do in your profession, which is amazing, your service at Blue Willow, is you're in there and you're seeing this. Mm -hmm. There are so many seniors that are sitting at home alone and don't have a Liz right. or don't have somebody that recognizes this. Um, sometimes I go into a home and I see that. What I love about what we're doing here on Making Our Seniors Matter and having people like you and to share is because if you're a neighbor or a friend That's or right. a church right. member and if, if someone is missing and you're not seeing that, 
they might not know that they're feeling that decline. And Liz brought this scenario forward, but there's so many seniors out that are sitting quietly and suffering. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Absolutely. And, and uh, one of the things I think is important to, to know that even though family go and visit, when family goes to visit, they perk up. Yes, yeah, they look right. fine. Yeah. They say they're fine. Yeah. They look fine. They're right. smiling now. They're but that's one hour or two hours that's of right. the entire that's week. Right. Mm -hmm. can, you, can you give us a sense of, my, my sense is it doesn't take a long time for decline if you're alone. No. Can you give us a kind of feel for that? It doesn't take long. So it's not years and years and years and years of sitting. No. It's potentially months. Yes. And also what I wanted to mention is that when we go in, we're not looking to give a magic pill mm -hmm. that is going to pack this person up. And we know with the uh, aging process, things are going to shift and change. But what we are trying to do is to encourage quality living. Oh, okay. Saying that when you are 80 or 90, it means nothing that you have to sit on the edge, on the porch on your own. There's still some quality in you. And just passing that message out. And this is what that show, this show is about. It's about living well until we don't. And that is yes. so important to me, whether you are 80 or 90 or 95. We want people to live well mentally physically, emotionally, spiritually, and even financially, which is why we bring people on this show. Right? Well put. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's so important, and I just don't, you know, and with the stats here in Canada, there are more people over 65 than there are as teenagers now. For the first time in history, yeah. this issue is huge. It's That's not going away, mm -hmm. and we need to support this growing population that we want them to live well right. um, so that all of us can enjoy our loved ones. Right. And, and not see the strain also on the medical system, which yes. those cascading effects will lead to that. And Margaret, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because we keep thinking that nursing home is the place. Soon we're not going to have enough nursing Correct. homes for everybody. So as a society, as a community, we need to start to embrace this thought and understand that we always say it takes a village to raise a child. Now it's going to take a community to take care of our seniors. We Absolutely. need to join hands with them and not let them isolate themselves as they age. And you know what, I think we also play a role when I say we, people like myself in our clinic that are integrative medical clinics that have been in operation for 23 years and 80% doctor referral, we're in the community just as Liz is playing an inter, an, as, uh, sorry, a, a role that's equally as important but a different role. Whoever is having an impact with those seniors, community groups, churches, um, school children uh, when they interact with seniors, everybody has a, their, place. a place to contribute. Yeah. I just have one little thing I want to say. Sure. Uh, one of the things we really try to do here is give the actual what you need to do. So if you are the person that knows of a senior and you don't know if they can get the referral from the doctor, could they call you and say, this is the situation, oh, how do I help? Yes, okay, We don't want to leave people thinking they, they don't quite know what to do. So No, no. Um, they would be able to connect with our team. And I know you guys are going to provide the information for our team. Um, if there's somebody that they're, they're really concerned about, we can also talk to the family physician. Um, if um, they don't feel comfortable in approaching that person, we can also check in on the client and say, listen, this is available. Is this something you're interested in? And we would definitely um, make any sort of accommodations to help um, move that referral along. So you they just want to shoot this down. on the rooftop somewhere. Right. You know, you just want to have a big banner. Maybe yeah. we do a fly past over this. <laughs> yes. 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 Geriatric outreach is available for yeah. you. Just make the call. That's so important. So whether it's through a referral of your doctor or whether it's a family or friend reaching out to your program, 
them, please reach out and try to help these seniors and together we will make a difference. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so for much. being here. Thank you. Such valuable information and we are always so thrilled to share this kind of quality information with our listeners. So stay tuned because we've got more coming your way here at Making Our Seniors Matter. Independence matters. Terry McIntyre is a full-service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, investment advisor, Manulife Securities Incorporated. Call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter with a special edition of this lovely show. Joining me now via Skype. Uh, we have a crowd on Skype actually today. <laughs> Margaret Wallace Duffy and Elizabeth Cunningham and just Glenn Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Todd, it is a very special edition of Making Our Seniors Matter Radio. And it's really important um, to introduce Glenn and Liz, the founders of Making Our Seniors Matter, the group. And they're such amazing advocates for this important population, seniors and their caregivers. And Liz and Glenn, I understand we've got um, a very esteemed guest on our show today, um, who we couldn't be more honored and excited to have with us. How, how about I pass it to you to introduce her? Thank you, Margaret and Todd. Yes, we are absolutely tickle pink to have Dr. Kathleen Brasher on the show today. Um, Kathleen is a member of the Strategic Advisory Group for the World Health Organization's Global Network of Age-Friendly Cities and Communities. I hope I got that right, Kathleen. Welcome. You did. Thank you. And, and it's, it's lovely to be here. Thank you, Liz. Well, we're just absolutely excited to have you here, Kathleen. Um, I don't think anybody's mentioned yet, but uh, you're up here in Canada from Australia and visiting with some important people who also have uh, great interest in the uh, uh, helping and resources for seniors. And, and of course, that's what Making Our Seniors Matter is all about, resources for seniors and then training for organizations and individuals who actually work with the senior demographic. Yes, I'm, I'm delighted to be in Canada. This is, I can actually say this is my fifth visit now to Canada, so it's starting to feel a bit like home. Um, and and, and it's all the seasons yet, Kathleen, because you've got a beautiful fall season this time. It is just glorious. I, I am stunned every day I walk outside and the trees in the park seem a different colour and it, you know, just, it's just delightful. I, I've, I've really enjoyed watching it. But one of the reasons I keep coming back is that Canada has played such a key role in, in both the development and the continuing work in um, age-friendly cities and communities as well as having a number of other different models that I think support the very important work that age-friendly cities are set out to do, and that is to create the best environment for all of us to grow old in, um, and with a particular emphasis on, on what's happening now and how we can improve the way in which um, um, older adults, seniors are um, uh, treated the, the programs and services that are um, available to them and more importantly that they're part of the process of creating those. Um, so Canada's really been um, a beacon 
around the world for the work that it's done. So coming here gives me an opportunity of, of catching up with some old friends, making some new friends and continuing to share ideas and knowledge and learnings about creating age-friendly cities. Oh, sorry, this is just a little bit off the track before Glenn's asks you a specific question. Can you just tell us a little bit about what you're doing with councils on the aging in Victoria, Australia? I know you're working, it's a, it's a little bit different than what we're going to talk about, but I'm just interested in hearing a little bit about what you do there. Okay, my, my role at Council on the Aging um, has been to work directly with groups of older people um, around the state of Victoria. Victoria is the um, southernmost mainland state. Um, it's, it's small by comparison to the largest cities in, in Canada, so, but, it, but it's, it's, it's the size, it's a reasonable city. It's about, um, the city of Melbourne is about four million people, but across, across the state of Victoria, the majority, the higher percentage of older people is actually in regional and rural Victoria. So a lot of my work was across the state of Victoria, working specifically with older people themselves. So I had a fabulous team of about 25 volunteers that um, I worked with and helped train, and I must admit they also trained me, um, in going out and working with um, older adults in their communities to talk about what, what would it look like if this community, if this main street, if, if this service was age-friendly, how would you feel, what would it look like and what would need to happen to make that possible? And then selecting, working with those communities to select a couple of issues that they wanted to develop up, teaching them how to go about getting some more information, linking them in with um, local partners, with local government, with whatever service or community group or business they needed to, because some of the work, most of the work indeed can happen outside government funding. Um, but to try to be a bit creative and create a, a real sense of community development in undertaking that work. Um, so I, I, I led that work. We had funding from um, the Lord Mayor's Charitable Foundation and another philanthropic trust, Equity Trustees, um, to help fund that work. So it, it's been a terrific initiative. And it, it's meant that we've had you know, meetings in people's houses and, and senior citizen centres and town halls across the state, trying to generate a great deal of interest and enthusiasm for, for older people leading the work and finding partners to do that work with. Actually, it's interesting that you talk about the rural communities and whatnot. Uh, Liz and I, uh, last week, did a seminar in a, in a smaller community of about 30,000 population here and they are going through the process now, the town of Orangeville is going through the process now of trying to get their uh, age-friendly community uh, designation mm -hmm. and they have you know gotten to the point where they have someone to put together a plan of action. We were up in terms of uh, the age-friendly business side of things and there seems to be some desire and, and hopefully there seems to be some way that age-friendly businesses uh, can work with age-friendly communities to help make that come together a little quicker and a little bit smoother. Um, of course being uh, entrepreneurs we're, we're, we're of the belief that, that it, it does take the private enterprise to, uh, to kind of put this together in a, in a complete package. 
Oh, I absolutely agree. It takes everyone. It takes um, contribution and commitment, and that can be um, in enthusiasm and in kind and ideas as, as well as money. Um, I've, I've just had the opportunity of being in Vancouver with uh, Rhonda Luttrell, and um, can and one of the the um, commitments I've made to her is is to help do some bridging between the existing WHO age-friendly cities work and the age-friendly businesses work that um, that 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 she's been so intimately involved in because I think that it's a really beautiful fit. The, the 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 focus of both of those is to say um, let's let's work together to ensure that we have older people and aging at the heart of what we do and how can we make that as seamless and um, as as positive as possible and what what small things often things that need to change are actually quite small so what small things can we do that can make a difference and for all of us are in contact with businesses and so businesses particularly in small communities but also in very large cities that your daily contact with someone whether it's at a, a local cafe at the supermarket at the bank um, that's where you feel part of a community in how you're treated in those everyday interactions with that people. Our, that was part of our conversation at our group. It was interesting because we talked about where do seniors go um, oftentimes during the day. They go for coffee and they sit and chat at the coffee shop and probably who might see a, a, a change in someone's demeanor and someone's behavior and someone's health. It might be the person at the coffee shop. It might be the waitress at the restaurant. It might be the lady at the shoe store, but somebody in business who perhaps sees them on a regular basis. That's right, and 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 often it's some it is that person who sees them regularly enough um, in a sort of more objective way. And I don't mean to make that sound negative, but it's sometimes quite a useful thing. They go, oh, you know, they're not just quite looking as brightly as they were a couple of days exactly. ago. You know, I haven't worked exactly. for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. um, whereas sometimes. People in your family um, are, are often you, you just adjust so rapidly to what's happening around you. Yeah, so you just simply don't notice. Quite well, I think easily. one of the things that they talk about with the World uh, Health Organization's uh, age-friendly communities is safety and security. Yes. And oftentimes those businesses are places where they might pick up on someone having a fret or having a concern about somebody having access to their information or. Or that, that's right. It's, banks it's, or whatever that that can see this kind of the fraudulent and and the scamming that is unfortunately become such a huge problem. That's right. It might well be um, someone going to the bank and saying, "Look, I received this phone call or this this email came in. Um, what do you think I should do about it?" So you're right. It, it can be someone at the bank or the credit union um, that that is that point of contact. Um, and and oftentimes, you know, for all of us, we sometimes will go to someone who's not quite as close for those questions. We mm -hmm. we don't want to worry our children, or we don't want to feel a bit embarrassed in front of yeah. our children. But you might go to, you know, the, the pharmacist or um, you know the, the the manager of your local library service. You know, our connections are so rich and varied that I think the benefit of age friendly businesses is that it provides 
you know, such a wide range of people with some really fundamental, foundational um, knowledge and and skills that they can put into practice in their businesses in in quite a, a straightforward, simple way, and begin to see benefits in the way um, older people relate to them and the way they relate to such an enormously important part of their their client group. Yeah. yeah. Well, I Kathleen, on on that note, I think we're just going to take a really quick break, and we'll be back with more making our seniors matter in just a moment. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start and I don't know who to call. These are some of the first sentences I hear from my clients who are considering whether or not to make a transition in their lives. They may wish to stay safely in their houses with some extra supports or move to a more simple lifestyle such as a residence or apartment. I'm told I'm kind of like a wedding planner without the wedding. I listen for the needs, make a plan, and then bring in all the trusted professionals that will execute the plan while I support and guide my client throughout the process. Hello, my name is Elizabeth Cunningham, Certified Professional Consultant on Aging, and my company, Blue Willow Consulting for Seniors. If you think I can help you or your family, please get in touch with me and we can chat. I'm always open to a cup of tea and a conversation. You can find my contact information at www.makingourseniorsmatter.com or bluewillowforseniors.com. Remember, you don't have to be in this alone. I'm here to help. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter and a wonderful uh, start with our interview with Dr. Kathleen Brasher, who is a member of the Strategic Advisory Group for the World Health Organization's Global Network of Age-Friendly Communities and Cities. She will be joining us next week for part two and three of our wonderful chat. We just could not get it all on one program, so we invite you to tune in next week. And when can you tune in? You can tune in to Making Our Seniors Matter each Monday at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m., but if you miss it, you can find it on demand or podcast the following day and you can find that at makingourseniorsmatter.com and also you can find all the wonderful information about the incredible sponsors that make this radio program possible we'd love you to frequent their businesses call them and let them know that you're listening it uh, it just makes us um, viable and makes this program viable to share this information with you weekly if you'd like to comment on something you've heard, if you have a program idea or something you'd like us to talk about on the show, if you'd like to make a song request or you'd like to nominate a senior for our Shining Senior Moment, please call us on the old-fashioned telephone, which I still love using, 1-866-269-6155. That is 1-866-269-6155, extension number three, toll-free call, no charges for you. Making Our Seniors Matter is produced for WOW Radio by Listen Up Talk Radio. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week for our very final show. 